100% grade A beefy web development talk without the bull. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Greetings, brothers and sisters of the planet Earth. You're listening to The David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. How on earth are you doing, you crazy rock and rollers? Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Well, I missed you. I've been away. I was in France there for a couple of weeks. The first week, I was on this remote island. It was really strange, you know. It was. Remember that episode of um, South Park where they had no internet connection and the whole universe was basically in tatters. Well, that was my life, you know. Um, the second week, I headed over. I was living with some, uh, the, you know, this really cool family who are in France, and that was interesting, you know. Um, I'll tell you something interesting about the French folks. You know, uh, I, I tell you what, when I was over there, nobody was overweight. I could hardly see any fat people. And whenever you saw anyone who was overweight, they had a UK accent, you know? And the thing that kind of makes this interesting is when I was over there, I noticed that hardly anyone um, seemed to... I mean, the folks who I was living with, the way they treated food, the way they ate, it was a revolution, folks. There was no uh, skimmed milk, no diet drinks, no low-fat cheese, Everything full fat, everything natural, and none of them were overweight. Isn't that interesting? But we are here today to talk about some cool web development stuff. Today I'm going to be talking about what we can learn as developers from Toyota. Yes, indeed, I'm going to be talking about what we can learn from the car manufacturer Toyota. Now let me explain the vibe here, okay? I actually can't handle the sun, you know? It's just one of these things. Uh, I, I can't handle the sun too much at all. So when I was on holiday, basically most of my time was spent, uh, you know, playing Monopoly, <laughs> okay? I don't know, I played a lot of Monopoly. I actually play a pretty mean game of Monopoly, you know? Uh, you know, managed to wolf a lot of fancy food. But the other thing is I managed to do lots and lots of reading, you know? Lots of reading, a little bit of meditation and all that stuff. Now, the cool thing about this show is, you know, I I do read quite a lot, right? Now, and some of the stuff that I read is 99% useless. In fact, 99.9% .9 useless, okay? One of the books that I read when I was away was called The Toyota Way, 14 Management Principles from the World's Greatest Manufacturer by Jeffrey Leiker. And I was certainly likering some of the things that Jeffrey had to say in this book. But to be straight, folks, 99% uh, of this book 
was not applicable. I mean, it was about how a car manufacturer works and I'm trying to kind of relate this to what we're doing. And if I'm honest, most of it's not applicable. But there were a couple of nuggets, a couple of golden nuggets. So I'm going to save you the trouble from reading all that stuff and I'm going to give you those golden nuggets right here in our midst. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I can see we have a couple of uh, folks in the chat room here. Hello to Harris. Hello to Martin from sunny Scotland. You know Martin has his own podcast. I'll be giving him. He's doing some work on the site just now. But stay posted because he's going to be up and rocking soon. And I'll be sure to uh, let you know when that happens. Martin's a developer, so is Harris as well, actually. Um, I'm just turning up randomly, so it's a small turnout today, folks. It's a small turnout today. Um, anyway, let me give you the vibe. Let me tell you guys what I managed to pick up from this Toyota book. Listen, if you're interested in productivity, if you're interested in web development, you need to know this stuff. Can you handle it, people? Good. Well, let me give you the vibe. I have some notes here because I do try to be accurate, you know. Um, basically, last year, Toyota... Now, here's the vibe. Before the 1980s, Toyota were not on the map, okay? Uh, and to be entirely straight, I think Japanese cars were a bit of a joke, you know? But around about the 1980s, this obscure company called Toyota appeared on the scene. Now, let me give you a couple of facts here, right? Last year, Toyota sold 9.75 million cars. That makes them the biggest car manufacturer in the world. Now, I'll tell you right now, it's normally Toyota, Volkswagen, and GM are kind of battling it out for who manufactures the most cars. A couple of years ago, I think it was Volkswagen. A couple of years before that, it was Toyota. Now it's Toyota again, okay? So the biggest manufacturer in this kind of close competition to see who can build the most cars, right? But what's interesting is, if you, you know, that's just looking at the sheer numbers of cars, right? If you look at profit, just sheer out and out profit, folks, there is no competition. There is no competition. Toyota is by far the most profitable car manufacturer on the planet. Uh, let me just consult my notes here. Um, basically, they became the most profitable car manufacturer by establishing a reputation for quality. Can you handle this, folks? So if you're a web developer here, do you think there's maybe a clue? I don't know. Hello, someone's just came in the room, actually. Hello, Talk2RP. Good to see you here. Um, so as I was saying, Toyota established this reputation for being super, super reliable. Um, for example, uh, OG... On 2003, uh, Toyota recalled 72% less cars than Ford and 92% less cars than Chrysler. According to a car buyer's magazine called Consumers Reports, 
15 of the top 38 most reliable vehicles are Toyota. And by the way, GM, Mercedes-Benz and BMW have no cars in the top 38 most reliable list according to this magazine. 50% um, of Fords and 50% of Chryslers, just under 50% of Fords, are in the vehicles to be avoided list. But no vehicles from Toyota are in the vehicles to be avoided list. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, geez, I'm looking. <laughs> I picked up the wrong piece of paper and it was like, change logo and link to Facebook page. That's for something else. All right. Anyway, let's just imagine that I've read out tons and tons of statistics about Toyota and it's all very, very impressive. I'm going to give you the keys, folks. I'm going to give you the golden nuggets right now and save you some reading time, okay? It's all about reliability. Now, anyone who knows about car manufacturing, and let's face it, we're all experts in that field, right? You'll know that Henry Ford appeared on the scene and he was the first guy to kind of commercialize the whole car manufacturing thing you know he was the guy who came out with the big production plants and the first uh, as far as I'm aware now I could be wrong about this but I think Mercedes-Benz kind of built the first thing I'm going all scientific the first thing that we would call a car right Mercedes-Benz claimed the title but Ford were the first to kind of uh, commercialize it bring it to the general public and all of that stuff blah 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 but the thing is the whole Ford model which incidentally was adopted by McDonald's is all about bigger and cheaper and more of it okay uh, you know that McDonald's, you know, the McDonald's brothers, Ray Kroc and all that, they founded the whole business uh, model on Ford. They thought, we're going to treat the selling of hamburgers the way Henry Ford treats um, production of cars, you know. So McDonald's said, right, okay, we're going to move the appliances closer together and build certain things and make it more efficient, blah, 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 blah. This is pretty much the American way. Now, I'm not knocking you Americans. We have a lot of Americans here in our midst and in the Insider Club. Listen, the Toyota way is different. According to the book, the Toyota way is not about bigger and better. First key difference is Toyota only manufacture to order. Now, this is not entirely applicable to web developers, maybe, right? But... Toyota don't have a big surplus of cars and all that. So when the recession came along and everyone get caught with their pants down, Toyota were cool. They order, sorry, they build when an order comes in. So that's kind of one unique thing. But here comes the stuff that's applicable to us, folks. This is the kind of cool stuff. You see, Toyota don't believe in building more and more and faster and faster, and making it bigger and bigger and bigger, like Ford, like General Motors, etc. The Toyota way, my friends, 
is to do everything slowly, very carefully, very deliberately, and perfectly, or at least as close to perfect as they can get. You've probably heard the phrase Kaizen, okay? Uh, Toyota came, well, um, it, it's a Japanese phrase. Toyota kind of adopted this phrase and they said, right, we're going to use Kaizen. It means continual and never-ending improvement, okay? Now, according to the book, Toyota have this thing, this sacred thing, which they call the standard way, okay? And the vibe is they have a standard way for everything, a standard way for building a gearbox, a standard way for installing a windscreen, a standard way for everything, okay? And if anything ever goes wrong in the production process, the Toyota people immediately ask themselves two questions. Question one, was the standard way being followed, okay? So when this cock-up happened, was the standard way being followed? That's the first question. The second question is, if the standard way was being followed, how can we improve the standard way and make it even better? Folks, you've just been given a, a golden nugget. Can you handle the vibe? You have just been given a golden nugget because... I don't know if there's adverts on, so they may not hear me. Can anyone in the room tell me what's the biggest mistake that web developers make? Okay, in fact, let's say commercial web developers because we're not talking about people in their bedrooms here, you know. What do you think the biggest mistake that commercial web developers make is? Anyone in the room? There's a little delay here, so we may have to wait. We'll let them catch up. Okay. All right. So I'm just asking, there's Harris, he's back on side. What do you think the biggest mistake that uh, commercial web developers make is? Okay. So I'm, I'm throwing it to the room. Let's see what they say. <laughs> okay. So Martin's saying they've became commercial developers. Well, that is a good answer, actually, because when you think about it, it doesn't really make sense. If you're brilliant at building websites, why would you do it for other people? That's kind of a good point. And maybe we should explore that some other day. But that's not quite what I had in mind. Anyone else? What's the biggest mistake that developers make? I'm going to put you out of your misery. And no doubt as I'm talking, people will start typing in answers, man. But that's just the way it goes. Folks, in my opinion... There's actually two massive mistakes that commercial web developers make, okay? And uh, I wonder if you make these mistakes. The first mistake is commercial developers, most of the ones who I deal with anyway, focus too... So, hang on, someone's just said charging too low a price. Well, possibly, but in my opinion, that kind of relates to what I was going to say. The, in my opinion, the biggest mistake that commercial web developers make is they focus too much on technology and not enough on marketing. Now, if you need proof of that, go to any web development discussion forum. 
Even go to the Insider Club discussion forum. A great bunch of guys whom I love madly. But look at what they're talking about. And it's all technical. It's all, hey man, anyone got code for this and code for... And they have an obsession with code. And that's nice, but it doesn't pay the bills. And when I see people, when I see developers constantly talking code and never talking about strategy and marketing and positioning and all that stuff i mean that's an you know alarm bells ring you can be pretty sure that person is going to be challenged you know this is the reason by the way why some of the best web developers on the planet are flat broke you know check them out go check out their lives they're flat broke so the biggest mistake is in my opinion that the most developers focus too much on technical stuff and not enough on marketing, not enough on results. Do you know what I'm saying? Now there is a little Toyota word of wisdom that I can crowbar in here. You see, according to the book, according to the, the you know, the Toyota Way book I've just read, believe it or not folks, Toyota are actually resistant to new technology. They're very proud of it. Now this is a revolution. You see, most of the people who you mix with, they're all obsessed with technology. They all want the next, you know, best bleeding edge thing. Everyone in the forums talking about switching to Symphony and people talking about Ruby on Rails and the next big thing. And, you know, we have this never ending obsession with technology. Toyota are actually focused on other things uh, such as quality, reliability and all of that stuff. Hmm, kind of interesting, eh? Now here's a question for you. What kind of effect do you think it would have on your career, on your reputation, on your, uh, you know, higher ability? <laughs> as a, there's a new word. What kind of impact do you think it would have if you made the decision right now, I am not going to go on this crazy crusade to use the newest, bestest thing. Instead, I'm going to just become really good at building things which are rock solid, which are, you know, reliable and just really outstanding in terms of quality, in terms of how they've been thought out and meticulously, keyword, meticulously built. What kind of impact do you think that would have on your reputation? Well, do you want to know what impact it's had on mine? You know, a few, a few words about my favorite topic, me, right? Let me tell you something, folks, and I, and I say this laughing, okay? Just the other day, I received a tweet from some company. I'm not entirely sure who they are. I think it was an SEO company. And maybe they're listening, so thank you and bless you, you know. And the tweet was like, congratulations, you've just made the top 100 web developers of 2013. I was like, what? And I followed this, and there's a page, and it's like, here's a list of the 100 best developers. Folks, they had me in 13th place. This is insane. I hardly know how to tie my shoelaces. I'm not even the best developer in the neighborhood. Just down the road, there's people who are much more technically better than me. But you see, that doesn't matter. 
The truth is, in the real world, people don't really care about technology. They care about results. And by the way, Chico, that's why you should join the Insider Club, free of charge at dcradionetwork.com. Because come on down, I may not be the most technically brilliant guy in the universe, but I do know a thing or two about how to position yourself as an expert, how to be a high-paid web developer. In other words, all the stuff that nobody's talking about. It's all at the Insider Club. It's just, you know, head on down to dcradionetwork.com, sign up for free, and enjoy the free training, okay? You're listening to the talk show for professional web developers. This is the David Conley Show. But the second thing, which is really, really close, in fact, I've saw people say that this is the worst mistake, okay? I'm just being weird with the marketing thing. But the other thing, which is textbook, and, you know, anyone who knows this stuff agrees with this, the other massive mistake, folks, is they write code that they've already wrote in the past. Think about it. How many times... Have you had to go and write the code for a contact us form? How many times? You know, how many times have you actually done that task? Here's a news flash. You should only have to do that once. And when you do one contact form, that should be you. Game, set and match. And whenever you need a contact form in the future, boom, you've got the contact form. Same goes with online shops, same goes with discussion forums, chat rooms, with, with anything, you know. You should only be building something once. And the, the massive mistake that tons of developers make, and by the way, I make this mistake. I'm just the messenger, do you know what I'm saying? I'm just the messenger. But they, they keep redoing stuff that they should have done in the past. Does this ring any bells with you guys in the room here? All right. So, um, there's a wee delay, so I need to kind of, you know, I don't know, maybe they're all in the room saying, man, this sucks. But in any event, I'll pretend that they all agreed. Yeah, there we go, 200 people just agreed. Isn't it great being popular? <laughs> anyway, that's the vibe, okay? Now, if we as developers adopt this Toyota method, let's say, then what you should be doing is the next time you build some feature, let's say it's a contact us form, let's say it's an online shop, or what's a feature you would build lots of? Um, I don't know, maybe a little, you know, post a comment feature or sign up for our mailing list, something like that, okay? When you do this, folks, you should be doing this slowly, very deliberately, and to the best of your ability, right? And see, when you've done that, that becomes the standard way. Can you handle the vibe? That's your standard way. So whenever you build a contact us form in the future, or whenever you build a website with a podcast stream on it or an upload image feature or anything 
you should be reusing the code that you've wrote in the past. And I know what you guys are like, man. And let's face it, we're all a bit like this. We go in with every good intention and we start typity type typing away and we're so caught up in it and we start being hard working idiots. Today, it all changes. We're going to do the Toyota way. Now, here is the great punchline. You know what I'm talking about being slow and deliberate and very careful? The great punchline, folks, is that when you work like this, believe it or not, you, you actually end up working faster. Can you handle the vibe? You end up faster. This is how Toyota ended up the most prolific producer of cars on the planet. They are making cars faster than anyone else. They're producing more than anyone else, but this is the foundation. It's the standard way, folks. So whenever you build, you know, and I don't care whether you're using a framework or raw PHP or something else, but when you build some feature, it's very slow, very deliberate, and that's the vibe. And I'll tell you a funny thing, actually. You know, uh, <laughs> in case anybody thinks I'm being a bit patronizing, you know, I was on the website just the other week of one of the guys who shall remain anonymous. He shall remain anonymous, right? But this guy who you know, okay, you know who this guy is, very well known in the web development community, and he is actually one of the guys who has contributed to some of the most popular PHP frameworks on the planet. I use the plural. One of the guys who has contributed to CodeIgniter, contributed to a couple of other frameworks, I can't give names, folks. And do you know that if you go to his personal website and fill out the contact us form, it does not work. Can you believe it? The guy who invented, the, or the guy who works on some of the biggest frameworks in the world, arguably one of the best PHP guys, certainly one of the, technically one of the best, his contact us form doesn't even work. So if anyone ever listens to this show and they say, Man, when are you going to talk about, you know, namespaces and kernels and facades and aspect-oriented programming and all that fancy stuff? When are you going to talk about the good stuff? Folks, this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff. This is the foundation, okay? So check it out. The Toyota Vibe Standard Way. So I've actually been trying this and I'll give you a little... Since going on holiday, I've been playing around with this idea. And let me give you a, a kind of summary of my own experiences, right? Now, it's, it, it, it's kind of a strange thing. But, you know, when you're building sites, you're immediately... I know what you're like, right? It's like, man, we're going to build this, I'm going to build that, right? The whole thing of stopping and saying, hold on. Have I actually built this before? Now, if you have built it before, was it good? Right, okay, that's your standard way, right? So you use that. Now, if it can be improved, that thing becomes the standard way. Now, here's what happens, right? First of all, 
you will slow down, okay? Example, quick example. Um, I've actually been working on this calendar application. It's actually part of a bigger application that's going to be for the high-paid developer stuff, and it's an application for web developers. It's a thing that I'm working on. You'll see it later on. And basically, uh, it's a thing that allows web developers to find high-paying clients and find work and stuff. Uh, so I'm actually building this application. You shall see it soon, okay? Now, a part of the application involves a calendar, right? Now, I have built maybe about 10 websites with calendars in the past. I've built quite a few of them, you know, and I've sold a few of them. Everybody can handle calendars. It's no big deal. Folks, I tried. I tried the Toyota way. Absolutely astounding. The first thing that I noticed was, well, it's true. Everything does become kind of slower, right? But you can relax. It's okay to go slow. You take your time, okay? And the code becomes good. And when the code is good and when you're slow and deliberate and checking everything with the goal of saying, right, instead of get, you know, trying to get this out really quick, let's make it really good, okay? So what happens is, eventually, you start coming up with all these different scenarios and checking for different things, things that you hadn't even thought of. And instead of the thing being built in two days, maybe it'll take two weeks. But here's the vibe, folks. You see at the end of the two weeks, you get a product which is outstanding. And in case you think that's some, you know, woolly, meaningless word. Let me give you a concrete example, okay? If you take the calendar application, one of the features that I built into this application was repeat events. I'm going to repeat events, okay? So you add an event in the calendar and you repeat the events. You can repeat every week, every two weeks, every three months, blah, 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 blah. First Saturday of the month, you can repeat the events, okay? And then I thought, what happens if somebody adds an event on like the 31st of January and then the next month comes along, February, and there is no th uh, 31st? What on earth does the calendar do then? Now, folks, in the past, I would have thought, man, who cares? You know, just build it. Who cares? Right? But following the Toyota vibe, the standard way. I actually spent about two days kind of meditating on this, you know, and then I thought what I'll do is I'll build a thing so that if someone books a repeat event and it's after or on or after the 28th, right, then I'll do a little calculation, look at all the days before the 28th and bring them forward. So in other words, if someone books an event on the 31st of January, then on the next month, it'll repeat on the 28th or the 29th of February or something like that, blah, 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 okay? The thing is, you may think this is boring. You may think this is pointless. 
But do you know something, folks? I worked on this son of a gun for two weeks, and then I looked at my iPad, and then I looked at my laptop, which is one of those MacBook Airs, and I looked at the inbuilt calendar, and I noticed two things. First thing I noticed is, pretty much every feature that this thing had, I had already built it, and that was kind of cool. It made me realize I'm on the right track, you know? Different types of calendar filters, repeat events, alerts, blah, 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 blah. Awesome, they've all got it. But the next thing I noticed is, I've actually gone beyond Apple. Yes, indeed, there's a deluded statement for you. I have gone beyond Apple, because when you get an Apple calendar, Try this on your, uh, you know, what, whatever it may be, I don't know, iPads or MacBooks or whatever, right? You add in an event on the 31st or on the 30th, repeat it every month on that date and watch what happens. Folks, you end up with a calendar with tons of holes in it. Apple, for some reason or another, never seemed to have thought of that stuff. Can you believe it? So here we are, just a couple of random people, you know, some guy having a podcast, and we are whooping Apple. That's why the Toyota Way kicks ass, folks. And uh, this is the new vibe, you know? So we're working slowly and deliberately. And I'll tell you another cool thing that happened, right? This is, oh gee, I don't even know if I should talk about this, but I think I shall because I'm feeling a bit crazy, right? You know, a couple of hours ago, I was having lunch over at the Brooklyn Cafe. And as I was having lunch with my gal by my side, I looked across and this guy came in with a suit and what have you and a laptop. And he came and he sat beside the manager and they were right beside us, you know, and there was, there was nobody else in there. I was on the top floor and they, they were right beside me. I couldn't miss it. And they were clearly talking business. And the guy was like, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not eavesdropping, right? But if somebody's five feet away and they've got flashing laptops about and it's kind of obvious what they were talking about. The vibe was that the guy was from one of the deal websites and they were talking about how this restaurant's going to be featured and blah 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 and they started talking about this and and you know I was trying my best to ignore it but as they were talking they were like well how are we going to handle this and how are we going to handle that and gee I don't know if the system's going to be able to cope with this and then the thought occurred to me you know I have pretty much solved it. I wasn't even working on it. I was working on this calendar thing. But in the back of my mind, I thought, you know what? I could add one line of code to that cafe's site. I could spend two nights working on a couple of modules. And then, you know, the blink of an eye, I could have the system that they, they want, that they are talking about at the table. You know, so that's kind of cool. You know, that's kind of cool. Um, so that's pretty much it. Listen, I think I'm going to wrap up. It's about half an hour here. I like to do these shows in half an hour. I have some other really cool stuff to talk about. Today I just wanted to run 
that little theory past you, you know. Uh, I, I have tons of other stuff I've been reading and tons of other things that, you know, I'm really super excited about. In the next show, tell, let me tell you folks, you do not want to miss the next one because in the next show, I'm going to give you another golden nugget and this one really could change your life. In my opinion, it shall be the best golden nugget that I've ever given out, especially if you have plans, plans of building a big software app or setting up a business of your own or something like that, okay? Uh, I'm going to show you how to make that happen faster and easier and better than ever before. Thank you very much for being here. Listen, if you haven't done so already, please do check out the Insider Club. Come along, take the trip. There's a forum, there's free video training. It's all free, it's all free. I'm going to be hanging out on the Insider Club. You can come on board, leave comments, do what you need to do and everything's going to be cool. And if you are already a member of the Insider Club, then hang tough because next week, I'm going to be adding a ton more um, videos. There's tons of cool stuff coming up, and I'm really excited about that. So I'll see you at the Insider Club. Remember, the, the domain name is dcradionetwork.com. Head on down there, click the link for the Insider Club. Don't worry, you won't miss it, okay? It's, you know, it's right there, and it's free, and hopefully I'll see you at the Insider Club. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. Hello to uh, Craig, who's just showed up as well. Thanks for being here, guys. Stay cool, and may the Force be with us all.